guys, and welcome back to another episode of We Believed You, a paranormal podcast. I'm Michelle. And I'm Eric. And today's guest, oh my god, guys, super duper special guest. I always say this, that I'm so excited about today's guest and like what they have to say, but holy shit, just wait. Today's guest is Eric Connor. I'm the guest, guys. <laughs> Round of applause okay. for me. Bow, bow. Yes, yes, yes. No, we've 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 talked about wanting to do this episode for a while now. Um, and and we we want to sprinkle our own paranormal experiences here and there in a few episodes. We we have quite a few, and we haven't given given them all to you guys. Um, and we've kind of hinted, or I guess not we, but Eric has kind of hinted at, at this episode eventually happening, and today's the day. It's going to happen. Well, partially, because this could also be like a two or three parter, but we're going to do a portion of it today for today. you guys. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm excited to share these stories because they're, it's not like random stories throughout my life or things that have happened to me throughout my life. It's like specifically like work-related stories. And so a little background, I'm a nurse. Uh I used to work at a nursing home, so you can imagine the amount of death, yeah, <laughs> you know, has uh, happened in in a place like this. Uh, I, I've told a couple stories, but not in super crazy detail, um, for the same reason that you know I wanted to share more of these stories here with you guys, um, and. Yeah, so this was a lot later. Well, not no, that's not true. I became a nurse pretty early on in my life. I've been a nurse for about thirteen years now. I think um, I'm 33. I became a nurse when I was like about I had just turned 20. Uh, so I was kind of upset that I didn't become a nurse at 19 and start working at 19. But uh, yeah, so a lot of my stuff I had already started experiencing some things. Like I had already had my uh, EVP session stuff that I, I've talked about before where stuff started happening here at the house and I had already stopped all that. And, uh, and yeah, so I, I started, um, working in a nursing home after I graduated and, and took my uh, state board exams and stuff like that. I mean, but you were like, you were going to be in the medical field since high school. Like you knew that this was my path, path too. Yeah. 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 Um, actually since, I mean, when I was a kid, like, obviously the first thing, like I told mom was like, I want to be a policeman and then I want to be a firefighter. And then eventually the the tropes. Yeah. (laughs) I want to be a doctor. Like I want to specifically a pediatrician because ever since I was a kid, I liked kids. Like, you know, I was an older, like, like 10 or 11 or whatever. And then I like taking care of older, younger kids. Like, I mean, yeah, you're always super nurturing. Like I'm sure any sibling would love to have had a loving brother like you were and i was an asshole to you every time and like would hit you and be like get (laughs) off of me like stop (laughs) like stop being affectionate like you are so loving and so kind and like you've always been that and like usually that's what you would want from an older sibling and i was like leave me alone (laughs) oh you're gonna make me cry well it's true but But, yeah yeah i mean i've always liked taking care of other people like I, I remember even like one time when I was in kinder, I think um, mom was sick 
like she had a cold or something and she had like she it was to the point where she had to to stay home from work and uh i ended up missing school because she was gonna take me but i was like i told her no mom i'm gonna you know stay home and take care of you how much i actually did take care of her (laughs) i have no idea but you you gave her cuddles and love that's um, that's enough maybe i i honestly don't i just remember (laughs) staying home uh and and, but i remember telling her that i wanted to take care of her you know and stuff like that so um and then i remember destined to be a healer yeah i I guess so um because like i said i i wanted to be a pediatrician um and then it was actually in high school where I think our junior year we start to go like do clinical rotations in the medical, yeah. like in the medical program there at the school at the high school. Uh, so you start looking at different areas in the medical field, like you go to different areas of the hospital and stuff like that. And um, that's kind of where I decided, you know what? I don't think I want to be a doctor because I felt like doctors don't spend as much time with the patients. And what yeah. I wanted was like, I, well, it was in like, my senior year where you you choose a area I worked I worked in I chose the emergency room and that's where I really saw that the ones that are really in there with uh with the patients are the nurses you know shout out to all nurses cuz y'all are the real heroes hey um yeah. but yeah so that's when I really decided you know what this is what I want to do like I I want to I want to become a nurse I want to work with people I want to work with patients uh and at that point, like I had decided, oh, I want to do, I want to work in the ER. So graduated high school and like literally as soon as I got into to college, uh, like that was my main focus. Like I would literally take five or six classes a semester and like the, the advisors were usually like, uh, try not to take that many classes. And I'm like, dude, I just want to be done with this like yeah i'm trying to get out there and start you know working making money (laughs) yeah i'm not trying to be here forever you know so i think i did about i graduated in 2006 i started uh i went to college 2006 2007 and then i i graduated i think it was uh december of 2008 from nursing school and then um i i started working into 2009 i believe something like that so yeah um i i couldn't well i like uh, with the license that i have i'm I'm an lvn which again guys if you're going to be a nurse don't start working right away or if you are going to (laughs) start working go back to school immediately do not put it off do not say oh i'm just gonna you know get some money and go, no, just go back to school. Cause I made that mistake. I never got my RN. It's never too late technically, but it, I would have to do stuff over again and it's just pain in the ass and it's money. And so, uh, I don't, I don't know if you're going to get to this, but it, what, what made you choose a nursing home? <laughs> so what made me, yeah, I was literally about to, to go okay. into that, but yeah. <laughs> so what made me choose a nursing home was, the pay like i could at, at the time i think they were still taking lvns at the hospital but they were paying like way less than a nursing home would pay like the starting pay uh was significantly higher in a nursing home so uh yeah so they they like 
actually mom was the one that uh, found the job for me. And she was like, hey, so at the nursing home where your grandfather was at and where Chelita's at currently, uh, they have an opening for night shift. And he, she was like, do you mind working nights? And I was like, well, I like partying all night. So oh I think I, I, I'm pretty <laughs> sure that I'd be good at staying up during the night. Um, so started uh, started working nights. Uh, I went in for the interview and they told me, you know, this is a position, blah, blah, blah. This is how much you're going to be making. Uh, and yeah, like, I mean, I, I, I don't think I really cared what, like if I was doing pediatrics, geriatrics, I eventually wanted to go to the ER, but again, because, um, the pay was just so crap for LVNs. Like I was like, yeah, I'm not going to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, but in hindsight, I guess because of the overtime, like you actually make more money. But anyway, so I started working. I started working uh, there at the nursing home, and uh, I was warned from the beginning that you know you hear stuff at night. Happen. Yeah, um, I actually started training during the day just so that I could get the kind of the idea of what how it, how it works during the day, and then um, they switched me over to start practicing with the nights and I did like about a week of orientation with a night shift and then they threw me out there on my own and I was like, okay, well, this is nerve wracking and I'm afraid I'm going to fuck up because like, again, I'm a 20 year old kid, you know, taking me. care of a human, yeah, <laughs> like human's mul- life is in your hands, multiple, multiple humans. Like, uh, the yeah. thing is that at night, um, in a nursing home for the most part, like you have two nurses, maybe uh at least when i worked there we had two nurses for about 80 patients so each one of us gets a at least 40 patients um depending on our census if it's lower obviously we have less if there's more we have more i think our capacity was like 100 and some so we could have up to up to 50 something patients per nurse so yeah uh it was insane yeah it was nerve-wracking so guys if you're if you have a loved one at a nursing home uh understand that at night it is it tends to be a difficult we i'm not saying there aren't shit nurses or shit cnas out there who just don't give a shit there are but uh a lot of times we're we are trying our best to you know be there for your loved ones but it's just sometimes it is very difficult to to attend because everybody sometimes at night they're awake wanting to use the restroom or want to be changed and they all put the call light on and like I said, we there's only one of you. Yeah, there's only one of us. And then room. we do have our CNAs, but even then with us, we had like a CNA per hall. So mm. they're like working together sometimes. If the person can be changed on their own, they'd split up. But if not, then yeah, it it is it that's how it is. And it's just it sucks. But uh, again, I don't it think that's all is. companies, but at least where I work, that's how it was. Um, so yeah. Um so I'm, I'm kind of waiting for your your question. Yeah, yay. Okay, good. Because I'm, I'm glad you stopped because I was going to ask. And I was hoping that I could like cut in, but I didn't want to interrupt you. Mm-hmm. What was your very first experience that you can remember so my, in a nursing home? Okay. So my very first paranormal experience in the nursing home was, again, I was... I was working, right? I started. I just, I had just started. I was still going to school because I did have the intention of going back for my RN. So I literally, guys, 
and I'm telling you, like, I literally just had to go back to school and take my RN courses, get into the program and take my courses. I literally had everything to do it. And I just made money, was still living at home. was like, I got a lot of money. And I never went back. And then that money goes away really fast. Learn from his mistakes, ladies learn, and gentlemen. Yes, please do learn from my mistakes, guys. Do as I say, not as I do. Um, but yeah, so I was going back to school. I would like literally go to school during the, like I would get out of work like at 630, sleep for about two hours, go to class at eight at nine in the morning, sometimes 11, maybe come back, sleep for another couple hours and then go into to my Jeez night shift. Christ. Um, and so I remember this one night I was just really, really tired and they were, they were, um, renovating an entire hall. So in this hall, we had one gentleman and I had already been working for, I think a few months. Um, so like I was really getting, I was burning the candle at both ends. I was getting really burnt out. And I remember, um, my coworkers, she saw that I was just really tired and she's like, look, take your break, take your lunch break and uh, go and sleep in this room. Like, you know, it's empty. Just lay in the bed, you know, close the curtain. Mm -hmm. uh, so just in case anybody walks in or anything like that uh, and, you know, take a nap, like a 30 minute, whatever your the break was. Right. And I was like, all right. And she was like, I was like, are you sure you're going to be fine? Like, you don't. And she's like, yes, just go. Like, you look really exhausted. And I was like, okay, thanks. I appreciate it. So I go into this room. Right. And it was next door to the room of that one gentleman in the hall that's being renovated. And I laid in the bed and I remember laying in the bed and facing the window. The, the window itself didn't have curtains. So like, you could you see, see out. out yeah and there was like it like looked out into like this little smoking area like courtyard type of thing and stuff like that right and um i just remember laying there and just getting this feeling that there was somebody standing outside the window no <laughs> like yeah like it, it felt like somebody was standing outside the window staring at me so i was like dude this is like man i don't know i feel real uncomfortable so then i ended up uh turning over and I had my back to the window and I could, but I could still feel like somebody was watching me. Cause he wasn't outside the window. He was inside the room. Or was oh, he? Oh wait. Okay. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. So, <laughs> so I end up my half hours up or whatever. And, uh, and I end up, uh, you know, coming back in from break and start doing, you know, working again. And then the CNAs, I think, uh, were doing their rounds. And I want to say maybe half an hour had passed. And then all of a sudden we get a call over the radio saying that somebody, well, somebody was had coded. coded. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and we all run to the room and it's, it was the man that was next door to where I was sleeping. And he had passed away. Uh, we weren't really sure how long he had passed away. Um, it had been since he had passed away. But um, I don't know. I felt like when I was in the, like, I immediately, like, felt like when I when I was in the room, like, he was either, like, on the verge of going and he was, like, trying to get my in attention somehow. Maybe? Yeah. And yeah. he was the one that was standing there, like, watching me. But 
yeah so and that that kind of becomes a theme for me throughout my career there at the the nursing home well i mean yeah i've i've definitely heard my again kind of if you've listened to all our episodes then you've heard me talk about my friend that i don't think i've ever actually named when I had my experience with grandma in my dream, I'm like, but how is that possible to have like a visitation dream from someone who isn't dead yet mm-hmm. kind of thing? And she was like, when people are, are comatose or like close to death, like they tend to go in and out of their bodies. So sometimes they're here and sometimes they're not. So I wonder if it was that happening, like you said, that he was like kind of in and out of his body. And yeah, while you're napping, he kind of came out and then was watching you or trying to get your attention maybe mm-hmm. and stuff. and then left his body completely permanently and and that's when you guys got that code yeah um yeah and it was really weird because i ended up i hadn't shared what i had felt before like um before like so when the man passed away then i told him guys this like when i was there like i felt this i was like what if like he was dying while i was in the room and and i didn't even like i didn't even know you know what i mean Mm -hmm. but i mean how could i know because he was in the other room right but yeah uh, it's just one of those things where like in hindsight, you're like, holy shit, dude, like, I don't think I could have stopped it or anything, yeah. but you know, yeah, so it was, was just gonna weird. Say, like, I would hope that you didn't feel like guilt like that. Oh, somehow like you could have pre- prevented that or no, or did you? no, okay. no, no, I, 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 and, and especially cause it wasn't my patient. Like it sounds messed up, but, um, it's not on you. Yeah. It's not on me. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't on me. So, like, I knew, like, I didn't do anything. And and the other nurse didn't do anything, to be fair. Like, he was just, like, it was just. It the, happens, it happened. right? I yeah. mean, it's a nursing home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it happens. And which is something that, for me, uh, I think I've mentioned this before. Like, I, at one point in my career, I, I was called the angel of death because I just had patients passing away with me. Like, again, not because of things that I did, just that you know, they were, they would be in those situations where like, Hey, they're kind of close to death and they would just so happen to pass away with me on my shift. Or sometimes when I would wear my black scrubs or sometimes it wasn't even my, like my, like my patient, like if I showed up in my scrubs, my black scrubs, somebody could have passed away for the other nurse. But I just had all these like thoughts kind of like rush into my head, like as you, and, and I already know all this, like some of these stories I've heard before, like you've shared with me. So, so I know some of them, but like, I, like I, I had this, these thoughts kind of coming in my head. Like, what if it happened while you're there because it, it needed to be around somebody who could handle it? Does that make sense? Like, well, like handle it how? Like emotionally, like, I, I mean, like, like or... I know it sucks. Like, I don't think you could. Well, I mean, I guess there's people that can be like, "Oh, this person's dead," and like are like numb to it, I guess. But mm-hmm. someone who can like that sucks. I feel for you. I feel for the family. I don't. I really don't know how to explain it. Like, literally, all the words that popped into my head was like, "It was somebody who could handle it." Mm-hmm. Or you were somebody who could handle it. I I think it's for me, I feel like it was the opposite because I had a real problem. I've had a real problem. Well, I had a real problem with death before where 
um, when Mamita passed away, gra- mom's mom, our yeah. uh, maternal grandmother, when she passed away, um, I remember I could go up to the coffin and I could see her, you know, stare at her. No problem. Didn't have. But then I remember, I, but I couldn't touch her like that. Just touching her made me feel weird. Like I, I felt weird trying like touching her. And then I remember I was standing there and I had already gone up multiple times to just stand there and stare at her for some weird reason. Um but I would just stand there and just watch her. And then I remember Theo Chui came up and he was like, give her a kiss. I'm like, uh, no, I'm okay. And he was like, give her a kiss on the forehead. And I'm like, no, no, I'm f-. like, I was seven. And I was like, I'm, I don't want to. And he goes, she's like, he basically said, she's dead. She's not going to do anything to you. And I was like, so like, I felt obligated and like, we were always raised to, you know, do what we're, you know, yeah, our elders told. told her, yeah. yeah. So he told me to kiss her. So I like, I remember kissing her forehead and like, again, I'll never forget the sensation on my lips, the way her skin felt, like how <laughs> cold it was. Like, it, I yeah. feel like it traumatized me. Yeah. And uh, so like after that, like I felt like I had an issue with death because I, I couldn't go to when Tio Pancho, which is mom's uncle, yeah. when he passed away, I couldn't go to that funeral. Um, when Petra passed away, I don't remember if we went to the funeral, but I and, and so. I was, we were pretty, we were, me and Josh were kind of close to Tio Pancho, but I, Josh went, I couldn't go to the funeral. I cried, but I stayed at school while you guys went. Um, when Papa passed away, I was in nursing school and I remember I couldn't go, like it was in the nursing home where I ended up working and I couldn't go into the room where he was like the whole, literally the whole family was in there with his yeah. body, basically saying their last goodbyes and. I couldn't be in there. And then Theo, I remember Theo um, Jacinto came out, Theo J, he comes out and he's like, uh, he tells me, you know, that mom needed me, you know, to be in there with her and stuff like he didn't tell me, he goes, you don't have to look, you don't have to just be there for your mom. And so like, I remember walking in there, I literally had my, f- my face to the door, like literally almost like a kid that was punished. Like, yeah. And I was holding mom's hand, but I could not look at him uh, when they had his funeral. I, I stayed in the, in the like where the coffee is and stuff like that yeah couldn't go in until like the very last bit where they were already going to close the casket then i was able to go in and see him from afar and then they closed the casket and that was it you know and uh and then he you know they buried him and i started working as a nurse and uh i like so i feel like all these deaths that ended up happening to me were kind of like god or or you know the uh the universe preparing you for it yeah just trying to get me used to death and i feel like that's part of the reason why as well i mean grandma always said something different but uh, that's that's part of the reason that's part of what i felt was that it was just kind of like you need to get used to this you know well i i definitely want to hear what what grandma had to to say about it but i i i experienced something i guess really with both grandma's deaths but well i just real quick because you're you're talking about mamita or our mm-hmm. maternal, maternal grandmother um you know like that that situation that happened and i remember i mean i was like what four i yeah. think she passed away 95 mm-hmm. i was like four i literally thought they like cut her body in half because it was like uh, obviously like a half casket kind of thing so i'm like she's cut in half i don't want to see her i remember not like not even being able to look at her mm-hmm. but i can't even imagine kissing her yeah um and and i did have a hard time with with grandma too like 
touching her too. I I finally did like at the, at the end, like just kind of crushed her hair, but like I had this weird, like it, it sucked seeing her in this casket. Right. Cause it was like this, like fine, like it was finalized. Right. Like Mm -hmm. it's in my face that it's, it's done. But I had this weird, like feeling like, or like a disconnect. Like that's not her. Yeah. Right. Was it just, okay. I'm like, that's not her. Like, that's just like meat and bones. Like, that's not whatever she is, her soul, I guess. I mean, that's what I want to believe. That's what I want to say. Her soul, I guess, is around us, like all around us in our hearts, in our minds, and like in the flowers that bloom, in the sun in the sky. Like, it's everywhere, but it's not, that's not her. Like, I, I, Mm. and, and I had never felt that before. I mean, obviously, like, you know, grandpa's passing and, and, and every, all the, 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 the deaths that you just mentioned, but with, for whatever reason, like with, with grandma, I'm like, this is not, this is her body, but this isn't her. This isn't her essence here. Her essence is somewhere else that I can't get to. And I miss that. And that's what I want. That's what I miss Mm -hmm. is whatever this, this essence, this soul, like whatever that is, but not this person in this casket. I, I remember being there like, and I remember, not wanting to touch her either um yeah just because i remember the sensation with mamita and how cold she was and i touched grandma and she was freezing and yeah i just remember being like and then she just like uh the way she was made up and stuff like that not that she she didn't look beautiful but she didn't look real yeah (laughs) yeah it, it just it didn't yeah uh, that's the best way to put it is it wasn't her it didn't seem like her like like i know that was grandma because like i mean obviously that's grandma that's but, her body yeah but it like i just had all these memories of her and all these pictures of her in my head and like i couldn't so like it, it was kind of like a the like the kind like afterwards like i was able to like um the word in spanish is assimilar like uh to assimilate yeah that that she had passed like Mm -hmm. it it was like it made it real like okay she's gone yeah you don't even know how happy it makes me to hear you kind of like validate like what I was feeling too because I felt like I was wrong for feeling that way I guess Mm -hmm. or feeling like I mean don't get me wrong I still bawled my eyes out because oh no 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 I mean yes same like I like once I actually got up the nerve to like go over and and be with her and, and stuff like that but it was still like this weird disconnect that like this is this isn't her she's somewhere else and like I can't feel her the way that I did like when she was inside her body kind of thing hopefully at some point I will sure all of y'all are fucking tired of hearing us talk about her grandma <laughs> tell me more about your stories so I mean after like so much death like when chelita passed away like that was a little bit easier uh i mean well i was devastated i was crying but like at her funeral like i could go up and see her and you know it wasn't like at that point it wasn't a big deal anymore when tio nicho passed away uh, again it's not that i didn't care about him i mean obviously I, i was upset but it wasn't like it was no big deal it wasn't like you know, um, it wasn't like at the beginning, like where I had to yeah. be outside, I couldn't see it. So I, I feel like a lot of these things had to happen 
in my career for me to be able to, and, and, and like you said earlier, it, it unfortunately, but fortunately for the person, because uh, you become basically numb to it. Like people pass away and you just, you have to compartmentalize because you're going to lose your mind. Like I literally, like at the very beginning when people would pass away, like I would go home and like, again, I work night shift. So for the, for, for me, the morning was, it was my time off. So I would literally get home, have a beer and just like, when, when people would pass away and just be like, what the fuck dude? Like, am I doing something wrong? You know, uh, you know, why does this happen to me? Why am I so like, why do they have to die with me all the time? Like it, it was just hard, but you start to kind of like callous, so like get that callous and, and, and become not cold because you still have to be like, be there for the family because they need you to be like strong because you know they yeah. just lost somebody but um yeah so um i guess like another experience that i remember having was uh it was um christmas eve i believe and i was it was like close to midnight i was doing my rounds um and I was in with actually I was in Chelita's room and and her uh her roommate. I was with her roommate, and I was doing some. Uh, oh, real quick, guys, if you don't know who, if we haven't explained who Chelita is, or if you haven't listened to previous episodes, she's she's our aunt from our mother's side. So I was with her, um, her uh, roommate, you know, giving you know, doing, doing some stuff that I needed to do with that patient. And all of a sudden out of the corner of my eye, I see, I see a, a man in a suit, tall man, slender, walk by in a suit. And I was like, okay, well at the time I really didn't think anything of it because I was like, okay, well it's midnight and it's like Christmas Eve going into Christmas day and down here in the Mexican culture, or I don't know if it's just in the Hispanic culture in general, but we have something called um, posadas or basically Christmas parties. Um, so people like companies will um, throw Christmas parties and stuff like that. Uh, I guess that's everywhere, right? But uh, so it's not uncommon for, I guess, people to come in late. And we didn't really have like visiting hours. Like you could come in at whatever time you wanted. Um, there was no problems, you know. Um, so I saw a man walk, walk by and he was wearing a suit. So I was like, Oh, he must've been at like at a party or something. So then I finished quickly with the patient and I step out. So the, where, where her room was, it was towards the end of the hall. So there was only like maybe four more rooms that could be down that way. So I remember walking out of the room and I start walking towards the end of the hall, looking for this man. And I was like, where the, like, where the fuck is he? Like, um, so I'm, I'm like looking into these last four rooms and I don't see anybody. So then I, I go back to the, what's it called? The, the nurse's station, which is in, it's like a rotunda. It's like in the middle and it's big, big, big old circle. And out of those, like you could literally see down all four halls. And I go to the nurse and I was like, Hey, um, did, did you let somebody in a, a, a guy in a suit or did you see somebody? And they're like, mm, no, there's nobody's come in tonight. And I was like, I could have sworn. I just saw somebody pass by and they're like, no, we haven't let anybody in. And I was like, okay, well that's weird. And then, um, so I was like, okay. So then I go down the other hall and I'm doing my rounds down that hall. 
I walk into the last room and both these patients uh, are in their beds. They can't get up. Uh, like one of them, I think, needs assistance to get up. But if she if the person even tried to get up by themselves, they like it would be super slow. So it's not like they can get up super fast and like do anything Walk right. Away. Yeah. So I leave something in those in that room and I'm walking out. And as I'm walking out and I turn off the light, I just feel somebody pull pull on my scrub top. Like if they were like just tugging on the bottom, like kind of trying to get my attention. So like I turn around really fast and I'm like, what the fuck? And both patients are still laying in their beds. And I'm like, what was that? Like, why? Like I was just, I was freaking out. And so like I fast walk with my cart back to the rotunda and I was like, <laughs> fuck this, fuck this. Fuck yeah, this. basically. Or, or, or like me and yesterday or last week's episode. No, 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 no. Yeah. No. <laughs> Yeah, basically that. And I, I go back to the 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 rotunda and, and I told my the the my coworker, I was like, dude, like this just happened to me. Like what the fuck? Like it, it and like it, it freaked me out because it was like yeah. I'd never had anybody tug on my uniform before. And I mean, mind you, this isn't the first time that it's happened to to people because I've had CNAs like I remember this one CNA just and this was after this happened to me, but she came running out of a room. I just, her face was like, I could see the terror in her face. And she was like, are you messing with me? And I was like, what are you talking about? And she was like, did you just pull on my scrub top? And I was like, dude, I've been sitting here the entire time. Like, I just saw you running out of the room. I, I So I was, I was wondering like, what the hell, why, why you're freaking out? And she was like, I just, it's, I was sitting there with this patient and I was doing something, changing them or something like that. And, um, and somebody pulled on my scrub top and I was like, literally nobody's been down this hall. You're by yourself in that hall. And she's like, well, I don't know what it was. Like, uh, you know, so she was, she freaked out. So it wasn't the first time that that's happened. And, and just so that like people can get like a visual of, of what this place looks like, what, would you say it's kind of like the, the nurse station is is in the center of this building and then you like in front is the entrance and back is the cafeteria kind of yeah. thing and then mm -hmm. you have like two, two or four, four i halls. guess four halls like two on left two left two right mm -hmm. um kind of like a spider web almost essentially yeah situation so you're in, you're in the center of this and she's like somewhere down the hall one of these and she's like did you mess with me yeah <laughs> and like these i mean these halls go down I don't like know. 20 like, rooms. Yeah. So yeah. there's no way that you could yank on her fucking scrub top, run all the way back to the center of this building, mm -hmm. like sit down behind the desk and be like, no, that wasn't me. Yeah. I mean, yeah. she, she was in one of the closer rooms, uh, like towards the front, but even then, like, it's still, it's like, I, there's no way that I could have gone in there, uh, yanked on her scrub top and then like, Ran all the way back, Sprinted jumped back. over the fucking thing. Yeah, like yeah. it's not okay. It, it, yeah, no, definitely not. Um, but yeah, so like that was one of like the and it was this was the same night as I saw that that guy. So when I came back, oh. like yeah, so when I came back down from that hall after having my scrub top pulled, I, I remember setting up the cart and I was getting some stuff prepared for later on. And then I just couldn't shake the feeling that somebody was watching me from that hallway where I saw that man like walk down that hall. Yeah. Like at the end of the hall, I just felt like somebody was watching me from from there. Mm -hmm. But again, like 
how many people have passed away here? How many people, you know? So yeah, like a lot of things happen. Like I remember, I think I've talked about this before, but there was one where uh, like I was talking to, I think it was a speech therapist and uh, she goes, um, what did she say? She said, oh no, we were talking, there was a patient there and she was treating the patient, but we were talking about another patient and um, all of a sudden we're like, we're literally the only three people in the dining room. And all of a sudden we just, the, all the, the, the majority of the chairs there are wooden. So like all of a sudden you just hear like, like when you slide, yeah. Like when you slide a chair across the floor and I was just like, so like we okay so so we're talking right and we hear yeah. it but nobody acknowledges that it happened we just kept our conversation right and then so we stopped like we finished the conversation about the patient i'm like you did hear that right and she's like yeah and i was like okay i just wanted to make sure i wasn't crazy and you're like the cops in the conjuring too or the infield and you just like ran the fuck out and like oh sorry <laughs> nothing we can do here yeah. and and the, the the thing is like it was like 6 30 7 in the morning like it was like there was a lot of people like in the in like the building and they were moving and stuff but we were the only three people in the dining room Mm. we were the only three people in the dining room so like there's like and there was nobody in front of us and the sound came from in front not from in back so it's not like we heard the sound you know carry from behind and it no it came from in front of us and there was nobody in front of us so there was another experience that i had and and a lot of these are kind of out of order because, like, they're just it's as just they're so popping much. into your brain. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so this was like one of the things that um, and and I didn't understand what I well I kind of understood what I was seeing, but at the same time I I didn't understand what I was seeing. But um, so we had a patient, or I had a patient. He was in my hall, and we were basically just waiting for him to pass. Like Jesus Christ, yeah. Because <laughs> like I, get, I get it, yeah. Jesus Christ. He was already like I, I don't remember. We already ha- he was already on hospice. Like he was already deteriorating. His his vital signs were you know kind of like going and stuff like that. And you know, like I I was literally like since I was it was my shift. I was like, okay, well he's gonna go with me because that's just how this works. And, um, I remember just getting this, like, like I need to go check on him. And so I'm walking down the hall, the same hall that I saw this man, this, this tall suited, you know, man in a suit, I'm walking down this hall and it's like, I don't even know what time it was. Uh, but it was like in the middle of the night, it wasn't like super early in the shift and it wasn't like, it was, it wasn't going to be change of shift yet. So it was anywhere between like one and four in the morning. Okay. So I'm walking down the hall, right? And all of a sudden, like there's just this super bright, like golden light that comes through. So like this wind, like back door window. And granted, you can see cars passing by. But golden light, like yeah. Bright. But like, you, like the lights that you see from the cars, like they're not that bright. Like yeah. you can tell their cars. Like this thing, like I literally had to turn away. It was so bright, and like it, it kind of like, f- like flared, is the best way I can describe it for the podcast. Like because I'm using my hands, like it did this. Like it, it didn't just like <laughs> flare, like, flash. It didn't flash. It kind of just like gradually, Whoosh. like got yeah, got like super a- like bright yeah yeah 
And like, I, again, I had to turn away because of how bright this light was. And it was like this golden, like sparkly type of light. I, I don't know. That's the best way I can describe it. I can see it in my mind's eye. Yeah. And so like I turn around and then I look back and it's like, it's not there anymore. And then I, like, I turned around and I, I called to my, my, uh, no, I didn't call. I, I went to the room to check on the man. Cause I was like, this, like, I just had a feeling and he was still alive, but not for long. Like he literally ended up passing away like an hour after or so. But like, I went, I looked at him and, and like, he, he just looked really weak and stuff like that. And I was with him for a little bit. And then I went back to the, the, the hallway and I went to the nurse's station and I told my, my coworker, I was like, Hey, did you see that light? And she was like, what light? And I said, it was a really, really bright light that just like, it just shone in, in through the window. And she goes, well, was it a car? And I was like, no, like this, like if this was a car, they would have literally had to been parked right outside the, 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 door. the door and, and flash the light possible. in. Yeah, no, it's not. Just, yeah. yeah. Cause for, it's, for it's listeners like again. And, and the only reason that I know the layout of this is be, again, because my aunt and my grandfather were at this nursing home. So I'm like, there, there's no fucking way that somebody could be parked right outside the, that door. Like it's mm-hmm. not, it's not possible. Yeah. And yeah. And that, so that would, that would be the only way that the, the a car light would have been that bright um, because the street is a pretty decent distance away to where, you know, yeah. You, again, you can see the lights, but it's, it's not like I experienced mm-hmm. Yeah, I was gonna say, but even the way you described it, like car lights are are, are just that, like a flat like light. The mm-hmm. the way you described it is like sparkly, like golden. That that's not what car lights are. I don't know. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's different. Yeah, I, and I remember when when uh, Grandma told me, or when I told Grandma about this uh, experience that I had, she was like, "That was an angel," and I was like, "That's." The feeling that I got to. And then like once you and me started talking more about angels and stuff like that, that's what I felt like. It was just, it was an angel. Like that was coming to be with the man as he passed away. Because I was almost thinking too, like, what if you were, (laughs) no, I won't bring up aliens, I swear. But like, what if you're seeing also essentially like that light at the end of the tunnel, basically? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like how people see like the light at the end of the tunnel. Like Mm -hmm. what if that, I know it sounds stupid to say this way, but like what if that light is almost like a, like a portal. Right. You know what I mean? And and so you're seeing that like open, which normally humans don't see that, but for whatever reason, like you just happen to catch it, like opening up where angels and like maybe his like loved ones were coming in through that, portal whatever you want to call. i'm going to call it a portal just for lack of a better word we're coming in to surround him and be there with him while he was preparing to pass mm-hmm. and and then you know he passed you said an hour later yeah about an hour later yeah yeah so i mean just i'm just throwing out whatever is coming into my brain because yeah that's what they tell me to do yeah no i mean i think i i i think i i like i would have to agree with you like um just because like I, I'm not gonna lie and this sounds really messed up, but I was disappointed that when I walked in he had he was still alive because I was like, damn, my gut feeling was off. 
but but it still got me up and walk. Yeah, it still got me to stand up and walk towards, like walk that way, and then have that experience. You know what I mean? So it was kind of like it was it was it was an interesting experience. It was it was um I don't I I can't say that that was like the turning point for me where like I was just like accepted. You know, just what my role was. But it, it did eventually like start to taper off to where like I, we didn't have this experience and like I not not that I didn't have experiences there that but the the death like the patients dying with me only type oh, of thing yeah. you know what I mean you lost your badge of angel of death after this uh no people sure. still called me oh. that but <laughs> <laughs> well can can I ask you a question yeah have of course. you ever have you ever been in the room or like witnessed somebody like take their last breath you're nodding your head so uh, that's a yes i literally told the so remember the 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 roommate that i said was with chelita like yeah um so this this patient was also like on the verge of passing away they were literally on hospice we we were giving we were giving them medication to make them comfortable The, the daughter was there and i don't know why like I guess the daughter called me in because she felt like she was going to pass. And hmm. so like I went in there and I'm I'm sitting with the daughter. And like, I, I'm literally just standing there next to the patient. There's nothing that I can do. Like I'm not, can't I, I'm not going to yeah, can't no. resuscitate her. Like there's, no. there's nothing because yeah. she's literally a, like, that's it. Like they're, they're just, yeah. this is, this is the next it's their step. time. It's their yeah. time. Yeah. And so she's breathing and you just see this person take their last breath and exhale. And there's no And then I and then I told I told her daughter, I was like, that was it. That was her last breath. And then like I just remember I don't like I don't think she like broke down crying in that moment, but she was just like, you know, thank you, you know, thank you for being here with me, this and that and and um you know gave her she gave well we gave each other a hug and and, you know i told her that i would let her you know be there with her uh with her loved one and and i walked out i walked out of the room and let her be there with with uh her loved one and 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 that was it but yeah that was like that was the first time that and the only time that i actually experienced somebody taking their last breath and just like that was it do they I don't, I don't like I have a thousand questions and I'm just like trying to like <laughs> filter it and then like ask the best question but and and the only reason I'm at, like I'm not guys just you know just so you know like I'm not trying to be like morbid or anything I, the only reason that I'm asking is because the only experience that I kind of have with that like taking the last breath is with two of like my beloved fucking pet like beloved pets like my fucking children in my eyes that I've had to let go and I have like been in the room with them when they take their last breaths and like for me it was like a super profound moment so I asked that question in like a I can only imagine a human life you know what mm-hmm. I mean like what 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 that could could be like like is I mean, you were you were with like I'm 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 super happy that her daughter 
was able to be there for that, if mm-hmm. that makes sense, you know, and I'm glad that you were there for her daughter as well, that she didn't have to, to handle that alone. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I, I know that there's some people that are like, oh, like I saw like this happen or I felt a shift in the room or, I you know, saw or felt or heard or whatever experience they may have had. So like I, I was wondering, like, did, did you feel anything or was it just like a. It was just kind of like. Um, like. I don't know, I, I, I don't want to like be like. Those people that on Facebook that are just like, oh, yeah, like it was super, something super <laughs> profound. No. But, I mean, I'm not going to judge you. Like, again, I literally just said that. That for, for me, like my – like feeling my, my kid, my fur babies like pass on, like that was – knowing that that was their last breath and then there was no breath after that, like that realization of like that's it, like this person's gone, like there's that disconnect, like that it's done – that is that was a profound moment for me. Mm-hmm. Other people may have like on another level profound, but for me that was profound. I, I think I think that also has to do with the fact that you were that was your that was your, your baby. baby. You know yeah. what I mean? And for me, this lady was a patient. Was a patient. And and yeah. again, that sounds really fucked up, but no. you you I learned the very, very hard way that I have to be caring, be there for these people, but at the same time, keep my distance. A thousand percent. I, you could not do your job if you were attached to these patients. I, 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 I personally couldn't do what you do, brother. Like, so props not only to you, but to, to nurses out there, like, you know, and, and doctors and, and stuff like that, like l- losing your patients like that and stuff like that. I, I couldn't i would break Mm -hmm. i would not i would be a shell of a human that i am if if i had so you guys are strong as fuck (laughs) and and the and the only reason i say that is because i I did like there was this one patient that i got too close to and uh when he passed away it was not a pretty death as far as like his mental status when he did pass and it was very hard for me when he did pass and and after that i was like I'm never doing this again. Like I'm never gonna be that close to a patient again. Yeah. Um. So, and and unfortunately, this patient that I'm talking about wasn't again. Uh, they weren't somebody who was very communicate. Like they they didn't talk. They didn't. You know. So it was hard to have that kind of connection with them anyway. Yeah. Um. But it was. I guess the only thing that I can say was like, you could feel like the peace, like mm. just was, you could feel the life leave them. Yeah. You know what I mean? But for me as a, as the nurse, like if that would have been like, if that would have been, if I would have been there with grandma, I can guarantee you that, that my reaction would not have been the same. Yeah. Like I would have been bawling. And uh, it would have been a very, very, very different experience, you know what I mean? Uh, as opposed to, like, I and I and honestly, I'm surprised that the daughter took it as well as she did. But I, again, I also feel like it was because this patient was already going downhill. Was already she expected kinda, it. Yeah, it, it wasn't unexpected. Yeah. Unlike our our, our situation, but. Yeah. 
um, she was expecting it. And then, like I said, she called me in because I guess she felt something was going to yeah. happen, you know? And so I just stayed with her until she took, uh, I just stayed there with the daughter until the patient took their last breath. And, and yeah, that, that was like, I just, they, they had this moment and you just see them like, just go like leave. They're not there anymore, you know? And, uh, so yeah, I mean, that's not like, I can't really say that's a paranormal experience, but that, that is one of like, one of the memories of working there at the nursing home that really stuck with me or has really stuck with me. Oh, okay. Yeah. I I got a really good one. Uh, There's two really good ones. Um, but it's just, sometimes these things, it's not like a super like huge thing. Sometimes it's just like, Oh, you hear something in a room or you, I'm getting chills just thinking about like another (laughs) one just popped into my head that, um, that's why we always ask our guests to write down their stories so that yeah, it- <laughs> yeah. But it's because it's because these and and these three experiences all happened in the same hall where that man passed away. This mm-hmm. is granted. This is after this. It's already been remodeled. Um, but Question. so yes. Before you go, can you hear the squeak of the chair when I move? I just I don't just really now? notice it, but I just started to hear it. Yeah. Okay, I'll try not to move. But I, I, I heard it through my headphones, so I'm like, fuck, has it been doing it this whole time? Yeah, I, I just know, noticed I it right now, right before you asked me. Um, so, yeah, this one predates me. Predates you? Yeah, like, so this, this, uh, this story that I'm about to tell happened before I was there. But it, it, it kind of leads up into two of the experiences that I ended up having. Okay. So <clears throat> the story about this room, there was this lady that, that lived in this room uh, and she had a folding chair. And I think I've told, I might've told this already before as well, but she had a folding chair, those metal folding chairs in her room. Right. And it was always folded up and put against the wall. This lady couldn't get out of bed by herself. She needed assistance. Um, so, Sometimes they would find the folding chair unfolded and next to her bed. And the nurses or the CNAs would come in and they would, they would tell her like, you know, why is the chair there? And you know, that she can't be getting up on her own. And she goes, I didn't put it there. And then they were like, so who put it there? And she was like, Oh, the little girl that came to talk to me. No, thank you. (laughs) So she's like the little, the little girl that came to talk to me. And oh god okay keep going yeah so then they're like what little girl and they're like oh this little girl she came she she comes in and she 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 talks to me and stuff like that and then they were like okay so then they would put the the chair away they would put it back up and then they would come back later and the folding chair would be out next to the bed again and so that's like that was like a running thing like um mm. no. there's a little girl like haunting that hallway right mm-hmm so then one day, so this, this lady, this, again, this is way before my time. So this lady doesn't live there anymore in that room. Like she passed so, away or she's just not there. Uh, she probably passed away. Like I said, okay. this is like way, way, way yeah. before me. So I have no okay. idea. I just remember the story because they told me about it. Okay. So then where, 
so so it's that same room right there's mm-hmm. a there, there's a balloon in the room and i have to go down that hall because i need to get um like uh the milk for the patients that have g-tube feedings and stuff like that right i hate this story go no that's not this story this is <gasps> it's another a different story st- yeah oh god okay go. so so we we like I remember seeing a balloon in in that room where this supposedly this little girl used to go visit this lady, right? There's a, a balloon. And <laughs> these okay. these these um doorways are like pretty much any doorway where like it's the doorway and then there's like about a foot of ceiling, right? So Yeah. Um so if the balloon somebody was 8 foot tall, they would have to go underneath the door in order yeah. to be able to, Yeah, okay. Maybe even 7 foot. Well, um okay. but so there's a balloon in this room right and the balloon has helium and it has enough helium that it's touching the ceiling Mm -hmm. right so me and the 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 nurse that is working down that hall we're sitting in the in the the nurse's station again like michelle said the nurse's station is this round thing in the middle of the building and you can see down all the halls from this nurse's station so i turn around down that specific hall and I just see the balloon in the middle of the, like in the hallway, just kind of like floating, bobbing up and down, touching the ceiling. Bob and nobody was in the hall. The CNAs were on break, and you just see the balloon like doing like an up, just up and down, like bobbing on the on the ceiling, going back and forth in the hallway. Like, like a little six foot ghost girl was walking down the fucking hall, holding this balloon, just dragging yeah. it across the ceiling. Great, Basically. great, great. Let's go. So then, I, so then I see this balloon and I jokingly said to my, to my coworker, I was like, Hey bro, are you, are you seeing this? And I, and I told him, look, look over down the hall. And then he just turns around and he sees a balloon. How you can say this jokingly is beyond me, but continue. So I said it jokingly. I was like, look, check it out. Because I think like you're trying to process what the fuck is going on, but you're also <laughs> trying to like not think that this is a little girl fucking dragging a balloon in a hallway that obviously isn't there. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so I tell him, I was like, Hey dude, look, check it out. The little girl's playing with a balloon. And then yeah. he turns around and he laughs and he goes, Oh yeah. And then, so we go, we both go back to doing our job, doing our work, turn back around a few minutes later CNAs are barely punching back in, so they're not even down the hallway yet. Balloon's not in the hallway anymore. Like it, it's literally. So I was like, okay, it must have gone into another room. Magically. I was like, yeah. And I was like, <laughs> let me see. I go back down the fucking hall. Braver the balloon, than I am. The balloon is in the in the room that it was originally in. Nope. I go back and I was like, dude, did you, did you move the balloon? And he was like, no, dude, I was with you this entire time. And I said, what about the CNAs? Did a CNA go down the hall? And she's like, no, they're just barely punching back in. And I was like, so how the fuck did the balloon get back into the same room? Like we saw it coming down uh, the hallway. We saw it not close to that room anymore. And now it's, now it's back. It's back in the, um, it's back in the same room like it's like i get it you could like you could say oh it's a draft like a fan but how do you explain it <laughs> going down the hall like it didn't get all the way down like it it, it was like it did come down away but how do you ex- like 
again and if i would have just seen that and and when the cnas went back if that fucking balloon would have still been in the middle of the hallway i would have been like oh, okay just got blown out of the room mind you these rooms don't have central heating or central ac they all have those wall those window yeah, units i remember that so like again you could say oh it was like pointed up and the air current carried it out of the room and stuff mm-hmm. like that but how does it go back to the exact same room yeah you know yeah. so that was okay so that was one thing that happened in that room I and hate then that story <laughs> cuz it had, has to do a little yeah you you've told me that cuz it has to do with the little kid ghost so that's burned yeah. into my brain and yeah. so i i remember this story yeah but the no. the balloons part specifically i've told you also yeah I don't because but yeah because like for me the thing that like tripped me out the most cuz i mean it's like you said like the the balloon just kind of like going down the hall like you know sure you can you can blow that off as whatever but the fact that it has to go like down and underneath like the door frame and then it like hits the ceiling mm-hmm. again and, like it has to it has to clear like a foot foot and a half of wall in order to go underneath that door frame and it's like what kind of fucking gust of wind ac are you do you guys have in there that it's gonna blow it underneath the door frame yeah to, you know what i mean not to to leave that room go down the hall even if it was five fucking feet and then come back the same direction and go down and up you know that door frame mm-hmm. again like that that's not natural so again <laughs> I like i can explain like i can kind of explain like okay say say the vent the vents of the ac are pointed up towards the ceiling right the uh warmer rises cooler falls so if if the if the ac is pointing and blasting the ac the air up I can see how like it would hit and then like maybe like the cold air pushes the balloon down underneath the, 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 that part of the door. But again, bobbing down like in a zigzag kind of motion down the hallway and then going back and going back into the room like that, I can't explain because how do you like how? So the other only, the, the other thing that happened in the same room is, I don't know if, and and we ended up taking a picture of the room, like when it was dark and the patients were asleep, but I don't remember if it was because somebody, one of the patients kept saying that they, somebody was visiting them or they were seeing somebody or something like that. But me and my, me and my coworker were like, let's just take a picture. Let's take a picture in the room. So you can see, (laughs) I was like, what's the worst that can happen? You know? So we take a picture and in the picture, and I and I don't have this picture anymore. It was on like one of my old iPhones. So no, well, I don't um, believe you then. <laughs> right, <I'm just> <laughs> but uh, it was on this little like um, these little drawers that they had where they could put their TV. They could put their clothes in those little drawers. They had a TV on it, but in the picture, you can see like you can make out a hand, like nope. a faint like white like misty disembodied type hand uh like if somebody was leaning like sitting like sitting on on the chest like on this little drawer thing and just had their hand leaning like the fingers kind of curled over the 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 drawer thing and uh you could see like you could see it in the picture and we even showed it to the family members and the family members were like holy shit like you know it was crazy it, that, wow. and it was in that same room with that where that little girl and the whole balloon thing happened yeah. so there's something definitely in that room 
Hmm. Well, it's, it's so weird that it's a little girl considering everybody in that building, like patient-wise, is right. older. Mm-hmm. Unless it's something else. Unless it's Lilith. Hmm. That was Lilith. the name of the the other woman that God created for Adam and Eve. Yes, is it? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I think she's the one. I don't know if she becomes a serpent or has something to do with the serpent. But she basically like, I think she wants to be like equal to man or equal to Adam or something like that. So God's like, no, no. Because I think he didn't make Lilith of Adam. Like he made Adam and he made Lilith. And I could be completely wrong, but I think this is how it goes. And he and so she, like, I guess, considered herself like an equal to Adam. And God was like, no, 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 no. She was a feminist. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and God was like, no, 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 no. And so like he kind of like, I guess, shunned her. And mm. then he was like, the only way this is going to work is if I take a rib from you and I create woman from you. Oh. We if I'm not mistaken, I could. I could no, be wrong. I, think, I, I Googled it mm-hmm. and Google says Lilith is a demonic figure in Judaic mythology, supposedly the primordial she demon and alternately first wife of Adam. She mm-hmm. is first mentioned in biblical Hebrew in Isaiah 34, 14 and later in late. Anyway, it keeps going. So I'm team Lilith. <laughs> I'm just throwing that yeah. So that's where that mm-hmm. comes from. But I, I don't know what this little girl, who this little girl is. Yeah. I'm, th- I'm hoping it's a who and not a what. I'm, I'm going above and beyond. I'm, I'm, like, re- I'm just like really throwing out theories there, but I don't actually. It's... Yeah. But it, it always did seem weird to me, too, that there was a little girl there. And um, I don't know the history of what the, you know, what it was before it was a nursing home. So I, I can't I couldn't really say. But. Um, I guess it'd be interesting to try and find out if anybody knows the history. Um, don't, they don't even know what freaking nursing home you're talking about. True. <laughs> Why don't you just do the homework and then come tell us? Yeah, I guess I could do that. Um, no. And so, yeah. So those are like kind of like the little three experience or like the three kind of like ones tied to that room. And then mm-hmm. the other one that would happen down that hall was the one that the other one that you started freaking out about when I mentioned the milk. Um, do you want me to tell that one? I guess I already forgot. Oh, we have five, we have the, five minutes. Yeah. Okay. So, so what happened with this one was um, we've mentioned before that in the nursing home, people tend to die in threes, right? Um, mm-hmm. If Just one in person. General, can, I my guess, uh, but, if but in the yeah home. in the nursing home or like in the medical field, I guess like if somebody passes away, there's usually like they they go in threes, and and sometimes it can be within like I remember one time we literally had two patients code on us the same night, like we literally were were working on one patient and the ambulance was there and they called us into another room because that other person was coding, so we had to go work on them and then we had to call another another ambulance. Mm-hmm. Um, so technically like typically people would go in three. Sometimes it would, like I said, it could happen like back to back. It could happen a few days apart. It could even happen within a month of each other. Like, you know, they all go within that same month. Um, 
And sometimes you would have like three go and then another cycle starts like almost immediately. So like Jesus. four go, but then two more go. So then tech, like six ended up passing away within like two month period mm-hmm. um, or even a month and a half. But so there was this, um, this nurse who was a coworker, she's obviously a coworker and uh, she always like, had it or like this one lady had it in for her like she did not like her for whatever reason she always thought that uh her husband and this nurse had something going on but uh-huh. this nurse was happily married so like it was just something that this this lady had in, her, head. Up in her brain yeah so then the man ended up passing away and once like the man passed away uh like this lady's um kind of like idea of this nurse being with the husband was like almost intensified. I feel like, um, and it all makes me wonder now, like maybe the, like the husband would like stick by the nurse or something. And this lady was, you know, not happy about it or something. I don't know. Hmm. Like once he passed away, you know? Yeah. Because the lady would say that, that her husband would go and have conversation. Like they would have conversations and the man had already passed away. He had actually passed away in the nursing home. Hmm. Um, so she would, t- she would tell the nurse that, oh, her husband was just there and he was talking to her and stuff like that. And, and um, I remember this one day, um, somebody had already passed, I think. And... Um, I was getting the milk out of that, that closet down that hall. And I was, you know, and I could hear her talking to the lady. And so when she comes out of the room, I jokingly, I'm just like, I stand on the other side of the doorway and I was like, Hey, and she goes, and she's like, Hey, what's up? And I was like, so, so what was she telling you now? And she's like, she was telling me that, that her husband's, uh, that her husband's here, that he's working and this and that. And I was like, he's working. And she's like, yeah, she said that he's around in the halls that he's working. I was like, well, that's kind of weird. And then, and but I was like, but she wasn't mad at you. And she's like, no, because she said like he was just he was here, um, in the air and like around here. I was like, oh. so we're talking, right? And then like out of the corner of my eye, I just see like this shadow like start to walk forward, like manifest and walk forward out of this, out of this door doorway that was like across the hall from that lady's, um that lady's room and again the two men that were that that in that room neither one of them could you know walk walk or get up on their own so it's not like it was one of the patients and so i see this like shadow thing coming out of that room and like i guess Mm -hmm. i turned around freaked out because i again i see it out of the corner of my eye so i start turning around and i must have had like a terrified look on my face because the next thing i know is like i start turning towards the doorway because i'm seeing this thing and my coworker is jumping towards me and I was like, and so like I freak out and I turn back towards her. I was like, what's going on? And she goes, I don't know. She was like, I just saw that you had a very terrified look on your face and I got scared. I was like, but you, did you see what I saw? And she was like, no, but I saw your face and that was enough for me to freak out. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, all right, I'm done here. So then we like literally both walked back to the, the, the nurse station and, uh, I felt like it was the lady's husband. Yeah. Making his um, rounds, doing his work. Yeah. Yeah. Because and two more people ended up passing away 
like within the next week, I think, or the Ugh. next couple of weeks. So yeah. I don't know if for some reason he was crossing people over or, you just know, playing the angel of death. Yeah. Um, but it just, it was weird that he said, she said that. And then like, literally I see this thing like that. And like, I am yeah. getting chills right now just thinking about it. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So like, I mean, that's why like I, I, I've, I don't know. I've always felt like people like have told me their stories and they've been touched. They've heard things and stuff like that, but not a lot of people have ever told me that they've seen things and I've seen some, you know, some things. Um, could it have anything to do with like what I tell you, like literally every fucking month that you have abilities, but you don't want to accept them or actually try and like grow them and you're just like yeah whatever it's a maybe. thing i don't know maybe bro i'm so jealous like i wish dude like, it takes I, me so much more to like uh, get to that i think i think you have a mental like i think you block your i think you're way more um i think you have way more ability than you th- than you think i think you you know how we always talk about like oh you know parents like they um subdue those like abilities yeah. in children i think you do that to yourself probably <laughs> like <laughs> i I, before. I feel like you just kind of like you're able to hear and see more or ex- like experience more things than you actually actually let on and i i mean i could probably be throwing this same these same comments back at myself yeah. it's just you it's know bro. yeah but i yeah I well it's like I've said before though like I I okay yeah maybe we we both do I I think maybe mine are a little bit different than yours I I personally just feel that it comes a lot easier for you because it comes without you even wanting it to whereas I sometimes feel like I have to work for it in order to get it whereas like mm-hmm. you just have the experiences um but I also feel like if I had the experiences as just like common or as loosely as you do, that I would, or I guess I probably have, shut myself off to it. Um, mm-hmm. So that's why I have to work twice as hard to to have these things happen or like to experience or to talk to and to communicate. And I just feel like, I, especially recently now, I'm just like nothing, literally nothing has happened. Like I don't feel anything. I don't hear anything. I don't see anything. But I'm too... Don't give a shit right now, if that makes sense. That I'm mm-hmm. like, everything is blocked out. Like, I, I will say, when Carlos left for, like, a weekend, I was like, all the dogs are sleeping in the bed. I don't give a shit. <laughs> and then I yeah. kept hearing noises outside the door, and I couldn't blame it on the dogs. Because they were like, in their kennels. No, they were in the room, in the bed with me. Oh. Normally, if they're in the kennels, I can just blame whatever sounds I hear on them. Because normally, it is just them shifting around their kennels. Like, you can hear, like, the little crate, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I, when he left, I was like, no, they're all sleeping in the bed with me. Because if there's an intruder, they have to get through three dogs. And I can reach for my gun in time and blah, blah, blah. Like, whatever. They'll let me know someone's in here. Yeah. So, they were all in the bed. And, like, I kept hearing noises, like, outside, like, the door, like, in the living room, like, in the bathroom, like, shit like that. And I'm like, fuck my life. And I remember <laughs> calling Carlos and I was like, I hear something. He's like, well, go outside and turn on all the lights. I'm like, you don't understand. This is not a human. <laughs> 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 Turning on the lights isn't going to help. <laughs> and, then, and then he was like, 
I'm hanging up now. Yeah, I mean, pretty much, pretty much. It's like, if you're not going to turn on the lights, then I don't know what you want me to do. I'm like, okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. But, um, but yeah, no, I mean, like I said, I haven't really like, uh, and, and, and she even told me, she's like, the moment that stuff starts happening in this house, your podcast is over. <laughs> <laughs> no. no, you can tell her it's all happening to me with the fucking lights flickering and shit like uh. no but that's why i'm also extra like uh with you the whole palo santo yeah and and, and everything yeah. just to get those good vibes good good energy and just block out any negative stuff like i said i mean there's other experiences not only in this nursing home i've actually had other experiences in 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 um and yeah, where I'm at right now in the house, in the previous house, in the previous, previous house. Um, but we can't give them all out. Yeah. So those will probably have to be for another another day. But so, yeah, guys, those were a couple of my I know we went off on some tangents there, but these were, they were all like. Yeah. Encompassing of what we we're talking about, though. Yeah, so uh, these are only a couple of my experiences. Um, next time I'm going to write some down. But uh, <laughs> no, some of these other ones didn't take place in the nursing home. They did take place. I, so now I don't do geriatric. I, I don't work in a nursing home anymore. I do pediatric uh, mm-hmm. nursing. So now I work in the patient's home. It's not just the fact that this other place has had a lot of death. Like I've had, well, I mean, I can't say that these other places haven't had death in them. Right. Because I don't know, Yeah. but it, it's less likely, you know what I mean? And I've still had experiences. So, uh, but yeah, so I was, I'm happy to share this with you guys. Like, I hope this also encourages you guys to be like, yeah, I want to share my stories too. I want, you, I want other people to hear uh, my stuff or you relate to some of the stories that I've told and you're like you know what like you know I want to share because I, I know that happens to me sometimes too like where I hear a podcast and I'm like man I want to you know jump in on that conversation too so uh, jump, in like, uh, jump in on that conversation I love 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 when you guys send comments and messages like I I love being able to interact with you guys if I can remember to respond I'm sorry <laughs> but uh, reach out please it's i i love it i want to create this community of people who are believers like we are and let's keep it going guys yeah so if you do if you guys do want to share your stuff with us you can go to our website it's we believe you.com you can find all our social medias on there if you want to see this uh, crazy video that um <laughs> If you want to see this crazy video that Michelle just posted of a, an experience we had last week, it's on our Instagram and our Facebook. Uh, if you want to listen to the podcast, there's also a little tab there where you can click listen and we have the episode on there and we have all the the medias that you can listen to us on. You can go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that good stuff. And if you want to share your, your stories with us, we have a contact us page where you can uh, put your name say hey i want to be interviewed or you can share your story on there and we'll get that and we can share it on here uh because we really want to hear from you guys because we believe do you 